0: Hello, and welcome back to episode three of the 410 Sports Podcast.
1: I'm here along with Christian Lentz and Dylan Gibney, and we're going to be covering the Ravens, the Eagles, the MVP race, and Sunday's games. (laughs) So let's start off with the MVP race, actually. Who do you guys think the MVP is?
2: Uh, it's Aaron Rodgers. I'm just gonna get straight to it. It's Aaron Rodgers.
1: I'm down for that. There's there's controversy between Aaron Rodgers and Patrick Mahomes, but writing down my stats, I noticed that Aaron Rodgers was ahead in just about every category.
2: Yeah, I saw that.
1: Especially past and I
2: I, like the stuff I have written down. It's not including obviously the game that's going on. Is it still going on right now? Yeah, Yeah, it's only ten thirty. Yeah, it's still going on right now. Yeah,
1: yeah. Aaron Rodgers did hit 40 touchdowns tonight, so he's 40 touchdowns, 4 interceptions, quite a good ratio. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
2: yeah, and Patch Mahomes is a tough matchup this week, so I don't see him. If he does have a good game, it'll put him closer, but I don't know. I just don't see Aaron Rodgers falling that far behind.
0: Mm-hmm. I can't see like why people think Mahomes is having a better season because Rodgers has a lot like a little bit worse weapons than Mahomes, mm-hmm. and he does more with those weapons than Mahomes does with the fastest wide receiver and best tight end in the, in the league. So, yeah,
2: like, I, I was gonna say, like, even when he was uh, like without some of his like key players, uh, he didn't drop his play, didn't drop off at all, he was still consistent.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, Mahomes working with more and still doing a little bit less. Yeah, uh, I mean, creds to Josh Allen though. He's having a really good season.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a sleeper, uh, Derek Henry. What if he goes off next few games?
1: Yeah, he rushed for 215 yards last time.
0: Dude, he is the Titans' whole. Team. Yeah, he is.
1: Like, if if he right. gets,
0: it's over. <laughs> yeah. So over there. Sure you're,
1: you're welcoming Austin Jacob here to talk about the Ravens. What's up, buddy? <laughs> hold on one second one second uh all right all right austin first question for you is Uh, do you you think the ravens are real playoff contenders this year and why
3: all right so in my opinion the ravens are partial playoff contenders um Recently, they've they've had a They had a rough streak against uh, who are they? The, the, the Patriots. They didn't play too well against and the Steelers both games against them. They they kind of folded. Um, but the second game we had our second string in basically. Uh, however, mm-hmm. I believe after the showing against the Browns that we can be possible playoff contenders. And I think if Lamar runs the ball like he did against the Browns, um, it opens up the passing game like uh, after his mid game shit, uh it opens up the passing game like he uh showed there.
1: Mark Andrews seems like a quite quite a target for him. He's he looks for I, him a lot.
3: Mark Andrews is definitely the number one target for him. Um Willie Sneed also is a big uh, a big time player for Lamar. He helps him out a lot because Hollywood Brown can't catch the ball. So that is
1: not false. My second question <laughs> is what do you think the Ravens need to do to improve next year?
3: Uh, next year we need to, I, I would say draft wide receiver, but we've tried drafting Y receiver in the past and we need, we just need to trade for a number one that we already know can produce because every time we try to draft one, it just doesn't work out at all. So, uh, we just, we need to, uh, we need to trade for a number one wide receiver. All right.
1: All right. Um, yeah, uh. Drafting wide receivers hasn't worked out for them recently. Yeah,
3: no, no, it has not. We tried in the past like three or four years, and it just they never pan out.
1: Well, a good some <laughs> couple of free agents are with, um, Will Fuller and Kenny Stills. They're on they're in the market.
3: Yeah, they're, they're there. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not really sure. We we almost had Antonio this year. Like there was rumors about that. That would have been big, but that didn't work out. But yeah. We yeah uh, we either need to get something from free agency or, I mean we got I we don't want to give up J.K. Dobbins or Gus Edwards but we have two pretty good running backs I mean we could put them in a trade and probably get a valuable wide receiver.
1: Yeah, their yards per yards per carry are really good. My third question, which your last answer kind of leads me to what the answer will be, but do you think the Ravens need more of a running back core or a wide receiver core?
3: Oh, no, we're definitely we're definitely getting the running game. We uh we need more receivers because we, we don't really have that that guy. Like Mark Andrews is our guy, and he's not a wide receiver. So we need that number one guy for uh, our wide receiver core because our our running backs is we're pretty stacked in that department.
1: Yeah, Ravens wide receiver core consists of Marquise Brown, Willie Snead, Miles Boykin, and Devin Duvernay, which is not very good this year
3: yeah, yeah i mean last year. like i said i'd say willie sneed honestly is our, our best wide receiver at the moment because i mean he's a, just a possession guy he'll catch the ball uh mm-hmm. whereas marquise brown he's he's really fast obviously like he's got tyree kill type speed but um uh, he can't catch the ball like tyree kill can <laughs> so um you know and he also doesn't have the route running of him so i'm not comparing him to tyree kill i'm just saying his speed is like him um but
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah, the running back core, JK Dobbins, which they got last year from Ohio State, Gus Edwards, Justice Hill, and Mark Ingram. I think they're pretty set there. And I think they can actually distribute some of them for wide receivers. So Yeah, uh I, I believe
3: I think we're gonna get rid of Mark Ingram um after this year probably. I mean, we we don't we really don't <laughs> really don't use him, honestly, as it showed. We he only got one snap Monday night against Cleveland. Um JK and Gus are probably going to be our guys for the future, especially since Gus is only 25 and J.K. is a rookie this year, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to be the future of our running running game. I think we'll get rid of Mark Arringham, uh after this year, probably.
1: And Myself, as an Ohio State fan, I watched J.K. Dobbins last year all season, and he was really good. He was dominant.
3: Yeah, he's, he's a pretty good uh, – he's, he's a pretty solid running back. And I don't know if you uh, saw the two-point conversion – um late in the game monday night but he uh took a pretty solid shot from i believe it was the cleveland linebacker um and powered through it so definitely, a, okay, okay.
1: definitely uh christian has a couple questions
0: for you
3: all right let's hear it,
1: christian.
0: Alrighty, my man austin uh so uh, what seed do you think the ravens will get in the playoffs okay and how far so, do you think make it No bias. so right now right
3: right now obviously well yeah i'm a Ravens fan so i'm gonna keep the bias out of it but uh Right now they're they're looking at eight, so they're not in playoff. They're not in the playoffs right now. If the season ends today, but uh, I think we're I, I believe we'll make the playoffs. But I think it'll either be six or seven seed, no higher than six. Yeah. Um. And then obviously, if we get one of those, if we get what is it, uh, seven, then we'll be playing the the two seed in the in the second round. So that's saying we win the first round. I think we'll I think we'll win the wild card round. Um. I believe if I believe if we get if we get the, what was it? If we get the seventh seed, then uh, who would we play? Would we play the second seed? Okay, so I'm saying we'll win the wild round for sure, and then for sure. yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm
1: uh, you're yeah, you're def- you're set on that.
3: I'm definite on that. I think we'll win the wild round. I think we got that. However, if we get the Chiefs and the Steelers are probably going to be the one and two. So if we get the Chiefs second round, I think we'll lose. But if we can get the Steelers second round, I believe we can beat the Steelers. Um, because the Steelers are just—I—I I think their record is a lot better than their team actually is. Uh,
1: they, uh, with their, uh, yeah. with them, their, their offense is so mediocre that they can just produce a little bit, and the defense will just power them through the games.
3: But once their, their defense, defense plays like mediocre to even above average, then it's just they're just a regular old five hundred count team. Oh yeah, their their defense definitely carries their team, but I mean they do have a pretty good wide receiver core: and Deontay Johnson, Juju Smith, uh, Chase Claypool, um, and James Connor's a decent running back. But Big Ben, I believe, I believe his age is getting in. Yeah, He's
2: yeah. Well-pashed. Deontay Johnson needs to catch the ball,
0: Bro, that guy is like thirteen drops this year, bro. Like that's that's tough to watch. Yeah. It is he drops the ball a lot. I mean he's he's decent, but I mean he's got the same problem as Marquise. They just need to catch the ball. Yeah. But uh my next question that I want to get into is what is the Ravens well like what do you think will be their downfall <laughs> or weakness? Uh
3: the Ravens downfall is uh I mean, you saw it last year against the Titans. I think if they get down in a game, they tend to change their game plan too quickly. And um Lamar has not shown that he can, I mean against the Browns, he did it, but be, before the Browns game, he has not shown that he can play in big games or play when he's down, um, and score also, uh, on, on those big downs, like third and fourth down when they need to get it, Greg Roman is too predictable, I believe. And it's going to the fact it's going to be a quarterback run. Like, uh, when it was fourth down and Lamar came back on the field and he rolled out right, it, it looked like he was going to run the ball, which actually shocked me that he passed the ball to Marquise. Um, because it really looked like he was going to run it. But I think yeah, our biggest I'm downfall. I'm kind
1: of surprised you just like, flipped it out at the end.
3: Yeah, I, I'm pretty surprised too. I think our biggest downfall is going to be our predictable game style and the fact that I, I don't know if Lamar can play from behind yet or play in those big games. I mean, he's only shown it once. And I guess twice in the Patriots game last year. But besides that, he's he folded against the Chiefs last year and this year. He lost first round last year against the Titans when um, we were the one, one seed. So I just I don't know if he can produce in those big games.
1: He also yeah. lost in his rookie year wild card. I guess it's yeah,
3: he's, I mean, yeah, I wasn't even talking about that yet because he, I didn't think he had developed enough yet. But right. he is went 2 in the playoffs. So. He
2: fumbled a lot in that game, at least. Yeah, it was just he like did. a miss-snap. Miss, like, right
3: yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the best. But I think he's improved since then, so I wasn't really talking about that. But yeah, that is true. He did lose then.
0: Yeah, I think he's going to go on a really good run and going on a tear. Especially if he keeps taking dumps halfway through games, <laughs> you know what did we have to even, do, you know? Not even
2: halfway. It was like the end. It was the most crucial time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he wanted to. No,
3: he, to get the you know, Man, he it went up be better for
2: him now. to do it at halftime. <laughs> he went up two He wanted to get the Browns I think,
3: I think it was, I think it's part of the game plan. I think Greg Grumman told him to do it. You know. I
2: think the one right, Jay told the to do it. Now we were going
1: over this before you came in, but what's your take on the MVP race?
3: Oh, the MVP race. Uh, as of right now, I gotta give it to uh, uh, Patrick Mahomes. And Patrick Mahomes, I, I know, I know, I know. Aaron Rodgers has a little bit better stats for sure, but um, I, I mean, Patrick Mahomes is obviously as he's he's just he's the entire team. He's the entire team. Yeah, like
1: I, I just think he's more
3: weapons. He definitely is more weapons he has more weapons but the thing is in my opinion mvp you got to take it as what it stands for so it's most valuable player okay i think the chiefs are worse off taking him patrick mahomes away than the packers would be without aaron Rodgers. because with
0: That's aaron
3: Rodgers, with aaron Rodgers' running back core i mean with the packers running back core that they have i believe that they're better off than the chiefs would be without patrick mahomes
2: I don't. I can't really. I can't really. I mean, what about the what? What do you like the stats though? Yeah, yeah Aaron Rodgers is just so. He's working stats less, he's
1: working ever. with less, and putting up better numbers. Not Every yeah, okay. kill, it's over.
3: Patrick definitely has Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill, but like, okay, Travis Kelsey
1: is the only person he throws to. Okay, Travis, Kelsey so, is, Travis Kelsey is great.
2: He's a very so, dominant player.
3: So, yeah. Aaron Rodgers has turned for 39 touchdowns. Patrick has turned for 33. So, Aaron Rodgers has a little bit more. And he has is, he is 600 less yards, though, and about the same completion percentage. Uh, And their QB rating is pretty much the same. But, I I well, mean... actually,
1: actually, actually, Patrick Mahomes' passer rating is 112.3, while Aaron Rodgers is 119.7. 119.7, yeah.
3: Okay, okay. So, there's that. Uh,
1: that that's a... A little bit of a difference there, Aaron I, was, I,
3: was talk, I was talking about the quarterback rating, not the passer rating. Okay, okay. What's the passer rating nine to eighty-four point seven in favor, Aaron, favor Aaron Rodgers. Um, okay. and you got to so, look at the fact that Patrick has the uh, better record in twelve and one over ten and three. So that's a little bit of a factor as well. Because he has um, more. He does have more, but I still think if you take away Patrick, their Chiefs are. Not the same team where the Packers, obviously they're not the same team, but I think they'd be better off well, without their star quarterback.
0: Here's where I'm going to stop you, buddy. All right? So, last year when Patrick Mahomes went down with that knee injury in the Broncos game, Matt Moore, I think he either won all the games that he was in there for, or he lost one. And, like, you know, like, Matt Moore, bro. Like, Matt Moore. Came in there with those weapons. You give any quarterback those weapons and he, they will dominate. Okay.
3: I don't know about any quarterback, but yeah, I, I can see your point there. I, I do agree that he has better weapons, but I don't know. I just think, I just was, think Patrick...
0: defense is a factor too. And then going back yeah, to that,
3: I, the, the Packers have a better defense, in my opinion.
0: No, <laughs> wait, no, they don't.
2: Dude. Tyron You're
1: Matthew on? leading that secondary, and then well, you got yeah, but Brian Chris Robert.
2: Jones up front. That's just too good, man. Like Frank. Never mind. Uh, I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, it's I, not the best, in... but it's I think it's definitely better than the Packers. I
3: I, I completely forgot about Chris Jones. I was thinking about Tyron Matthew and Eric Berry in the secondary, but they I forgot about Chris Jones up front too. Never mind. I I take my the Chiefs have a better defense to take that okay. back. Well,
1: that's awesome. quite a debatable topic, and
2: there's not really not really an answer to it. But As yeah, it, it's definitely it a close out. race.
3: It's a, it's a close race. There's there's still some games left. We'll see how the end of the season yeah, goes. It'll be
2: interesting to see how Patrick Mahomes plays against the Saints next week. All
3: right. I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good game tomorrow, uh, especially right. since, especially since, especially since Drew Brees is going to be back and he's supposedly fully healthy. So it should be a good, good like game. Is out for that. Game. Yeah, they don't
1: have. Michael, I don't, I'll get to that later, but I do not think he's ready for that. Yeah. We, yeah. We, oh yeah. I,
3: I. I don't. I don't think he's ready either. I'm just saying what the report said, where the team said he was healthy. Mm-hmm.
0: Alright. I seen some things talk no, about. No, James. Okay. 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 So who do you think the Ravens should go after? And who do you think the Ravens should keep in free agency? Okay, okay, so
3: we definitely, we definitely. Uh, first of all, like I said, we need to get rid of Mark Ingram. I think he's he's kind of dead weight at this point. He definitely yeah. uh, he's a, he's a good locker room presence for sure. Um, and his black visor. What do you say?
0: And his black visor. You can't forget his black visor. Oh
3: yeah, <laughs> he's definitely a good locker room presence, but on the field, he's not much. Um, I think we we need to go after, like I said, a number one wide receiver. So, uh, Maddie said Wolf Wheeler. He's a good option for sure. I think if it's not a free agent, we can maybe trade for a number one wide receiver. Um, I, I think we need to... Godwin, who are free agents, that's true too. Um, I Godwin definitely be a good target. Crazy. Um, we we uh, we just we need that number one guy because we we haven't had him forever. I mean. I would say, Anquan Boldin and Torrey Smith are our last two really good wide receivers, but we haven't had them in years, obviously. Yeah,
0: understand. all
1: right. Um, now to the second man of the hour, Dylan Gibney. A Little Eagles segment for you. So I have I have three questions for you on the Eagles, and I I think Christian has a couple too. All right. My first one is, my first one is. Who will pan out to be the Eagles' franchise QB, Hurts or Wentz?
2: Or someone else. I don't know. What <sighs> this is a good question. Um, franchise QB. You see, right now, uh, what the Eagles are looking for in this season is just a spark to help them finish the season. And I think uh, like, management of the Eagles has already come out and said that they don't plan on trading Carson Wentz. So I believe that Carson Wentz still has a future with the Eagles. And I'm not really sure what they plan to do with Jalen Hurts. I don't know if they plan to keep him as a backup. But I think that Carson Wentz will be in Philadelphia next year. And I think through training camp, he will have to compete with Jalen Hurts for the starting job.
1: Uh, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think, I think if Jalen Hurts doesn't win out, that they should give Wentz another chance. But I think his, his his chances are limited at this point. I think he does yeah, not really-
2: I I I think if Jalen Hurts doesn't like keep the offense woes against the Saints, that uh the the blame is gonna be shifted towards Doug Pearson instead of Carson Wentz. Mm-hmm.
1: So. All right, my second question is what kind of team do you think the Eagles will be in three years?
2: Three years. They're gonna be a younger team in three years. I know that for sure. Because Alshon Jeffrey and Deshaun Jackson should and will be gone next year, and so, so I you hope see them
1: like like a rebuild. You see, like a rebuild. Not movie? a
2: rebuild. I see them. Uh, I think our offense will be very young. I don't know about. It. I think our defense will have some guys that are older, and we might have to rebuild the defense. But I feel like the offense, what we have now, we have good young guys. Like I think Jalen Rager has potential. And whoever our quarterback is still has years left, especially if it's Jalen Hurts. So, Mm -hmm. I don't know. In terms of coaching, I don't think. uh, It just depends on how. I know our general manager will still be here because him and our owner are very close. But right now, uh, Doug Peterson is definitely in the hot seat going forward. So, I don't know if he'll be here.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. My third question is, is Carson Wentz or the O-line more of a problem when he's in the game?
2: Um, I think, you know, I'm not really a Carson Wentz hater, so I'm going to say it's the O-line because, uh, let's see. I had something here. Oh, yes, the Eagles became, oh, they actually just recently lost their sixth offensive starter of the O-line. They lost Brandon Brooks very early in the season. Lane Johnson just uh, got surgery, so I'm not I'm not going to put on the blame on Carson Wentz, but I definitely can realize that he is a big part of the problem, and uh, he needs to he needed to get rid of the ball more, and he needed to. Uh, Stop playing hero ball earlier in the season. He needs he needs to pass the ball to his teammates, not the other team,
3: too. He's got a lot of interceptions. He does have he, a
1: lot of he, interceptions. He, just, he never would throw the ball away. He would just like try, yeah, like try to play hero ball.
2: Yeah, he would. Oh, here it is. Here it is. The Eagles became the first team in NFL history to use 12 different line combinations in the first 13 games.
1: Yikes. A lot of change happening in there. Yeah, I'm— I don't really know what's going to happen in the future to them. So, I, I just got to see how it plays
2: out. Oh, in the future, one, one other thing. I hope Jake Elliott is gone. Jake Elliott, he is not good.
1: <laughs> I haven't really tuned into that, to him kicking. He,
2: okay, Jalen yeah, Hurts, uh, Hurts, Hurts had a great drive towards the end of the half uh, against the Saints. Uh, he led the team down the field, and the Eagles got a chance at a field goal. Uh, before halftime, and Jake Elliott misses a 22-yard field goal. <laughs> <I can't even laughs> For how? He's, he's just not Justin Tucker. He's not Justin Tucker. I don't know what to say. And that's not just the. That's not only one he's missed. He's missed a few. He's missed quite a few. And, and uh, I, I think
3: I think Sarah Fuller could even knock down that field
2: goal. That's what I, That's what I was saying. That's actually what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> we over the bottom post. <laughs> all,
1: right, all right, all right, all right, Chris. You got a couple questions for him.
0: Yeah. Um. So, who would you like to see your team drafting, position wise or player wise? If you got some players down.
2: Um. Well, if we end up losing, I want us to be up in the top ten and get Jamar Chase. If you know who that is.
0: Yeah. Stop. But
2: I definitely think we need some younger O lineman. Because you know uh, Jason uh, Jason Kelsey can't be there forever, and he's kind of our core. Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks uh, they got injured. I'm not uh, they're obviously getting older. And Jason Peters, who we brought back for one year, I'm almost certain he'll retire. Yeah, so, dude, I think we oh one major thing we need a line. We need good linebackers. We need well, at least one good solid linebacker. So O line linebacker. And a wide receiver.
1: Yeah, All right. I think the front office kind of like reminiscing at this point, like bringing back Jason Peer, Peters and stuff yeah. like that. I think they just need to like start moving on and like understand that these guys are getting older and not as, not as fit, not as, not not as can adapt to the invi- the younger players, yeah. the more tense, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I get. All right. So my next question is, um. It's going to sound obvious but like what do you think went wrong? Do you think was like what do you think went wrong this year? Like do you think it was the injuries or just a whole bunch of things and how do you view your team at the beginning of the season versus now? Um beginning of the season um
2: I thought it was all you know, Carson Wentz was having a down year. I thought Doug Peterson was coaching horribly. And it's weird because Doug Peterson, he coached a good game against the Saints as soon as Jalen Hurts came in. So it's kind of weird to me. Uh, is Was Carson Wentz a problem? Is Doug Peterson a problem? And I kind of want to see that if Doug Peterson can perform with Jalen Hurts as his QB. And one thing that I saw change, which I did not like, was Travis Fulgham, who led the league in week four to week eight. He led the league in in receiving yards from week four to week eight. And when Alshon Jeffrey returned, his snaps got cut virtually in half, which makes no sense. So I I don't know how that happens.
3: Something, something to think about with the Doug Peterson, uh, Carson Wentz thing is the fact that even, even if he's, let's say Doug Peterson is a problem. He's not coaching. Well, okay. Uh, it's still, I don't think even a bad coach isn't going to cause, like, he, he's not going to cause interceptions, I don't believe. I don't think that directly correlates. However, you may not be able to put all the blame for the interceptions on Carson Wentz. I think it just looks like that Carson Wentz and his receivers aren't on the same page. Like, on most of the interceptions, it just, it looks like there's miscommunication. He thinks you're going to cut left, and they cut right. They just, they're not on the same page. It doesn't seem like yeah, so I that.
1: See I- yeah, I see a lot of uncoordinated football when he's in the game.
2: His mechanics yeah. are really weird.
1: It's
0: like an no. improv football it turns into just, uh, uh, one I...
2: thing i saw in the beginning of the season which is still a problem like i just talked about was versus the football team our offensive line looked atrocious it was horrible and it still is okay so that okay hasn't look been much of a... you,
3: you did talk about how your offensive line has switched up a lot with the 12 the 12 different combinations in 13 games which is a new record and but you brought up it against the football team where the football team has a an, an amazing defensive line in my opinion. I mean they yeah. they, oh, they, they, they probably have one of the best. They probably have one it of the best the best defensive lines in the league in my opinion.
1: Yeah, they play really aggressive and just like overwhelm. Like I said that like I think I said that in episode one. Him and Chase Young are like overwhelming offensive offenses.
2: I mean that just doesn't take away from the fact that our offensive line played horrible though. I think I don't know how many sacks we gave up, but it was a lot. And we blew a seventeen point lead in that game because it was actually because Carson Wentz couldn't take care of the football because the offensive line just I think they
0: just gave up. It just looked like they gave up. <laughs> Is that a right, Christian? Question. Do you think you'd be a better GM than the one in place right now? GM hundred percent. I would not uh well, I, I, I'm obviously gonna
2: say I was because, you know, I'm not very happy about taking J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf. That's just <laughs> something. That's I mean, just something like every, I would not every team
1: do. Kind of passed up on him though. So, like, I'm not gonna like yeah, put that but on. But like,
2: team. but like who? Like who? Like a J.J. Arcega-Whiteside over D.K. Metcalf? Like, <laughs> you just don't like. You could have picked a player like you, anyone else. Could have picked anybody else. And I, I, people say, like, Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson. Like, that's obviously – like, Justin Jefferson's obviously a lot better right now. But I I do see potential with Jalen Rager, so I'm not going to bash him for that. All right. So, yeah. Nice.
1: All right. Good sure. answers. Good answers. All right. I'm, I'm going to get to a little thing here. Um, a couple of good fantasy pickups for Week 15. Phillip Rivers – Philip Rivers is a good fantasy pickup for this week because he's facing Houston's defense, who made Trubisky look like look like a like a goat last week. He
0: looked like the real
1: second overall pick in that yeah, game. He, he, looked, he looked like amazing last week, and Houston made him look like some sort of superstar. And then Cole Komet for uh, Chicago, like nobody owns him. I mean, versus Minnesota. Nobody owns him. I saw him play a couple weeks against Green Bay, and I just think <laughs> I just I just think he's a pretty good productive tight end. All right. Now let's get to the predictions on Sunday's games. Uh the first the first game is Indy versus Houston. Like I just said, Phillip Rivers against a horrible defense who just made Mr. Trubisky look good. I I just I just see Indy in a big win, but Deshaun Watson can produce, so I think Houston will put up a few,
0: but I got Indy. I think it's going to be a close game, because the last time they played, if Deshaun Watson didn't fumble on the goal line, like, they would have won that game, because say if they would have scored a touchdown there, they would have been up by four in that game, I think, with, like, 30 seconds left, and I don't know, man, there's... The Colts' defense is really good, but, like, I feel like Deshaun Watson is going to ball out, and they still have a chance to win, but I, I, I have the Colts in the close one over the uh, Texans.
2: Yeah, the Colts last week were, like, they were, like, shut out by the Raiders in terms of, like, getting sacked and getting sacks, but um, Deshaun Watson was sacked five times uh, when they last met, so, and they also have given up 40 sacks this season, so... I just I, I like the Colts. Yeah.
3: In uh, in my opinion, I think the Colts are going to take the game as well. However, I do think it'll be a close game, like Christian said. Um, because the last time they met, uh, Deshaun Watson did have three hundred and forty-one passing yards. However, he didn't throw for a touchdown, so um, the yardage not communicate to a touchdown, obviously there. But I think the Colts will take it, but I believe it'll be a close game.
1: Okay, next game we have I I it's Tennessee versus Detroit. I have Tennessee over Detroit. It's like Tennessee is definitely a better overall team. Detroit's never been there, never had that team. And also Stafford's questionable after that rib injury last week against Green Bay. So I think if Stafford doesn't play, then I think Tennessee's really gonna put it on him. But if Stafford's in, I think he'll still be a little tweaked. His ribs will hurt. Yeah, I, I just got Tennessee.
0: For me, yeah, I got the Titans. Um, If you look at the Lions game, even though they beat the Bears, David Montgomery ran all over them. Mm -hmm. Um, And if it wasn't for Matt Matt Nagy's play calling, the Bears should have won that game. But I think Derek Henry is going to feast on the Lions defense and establish that they're still a poverty franchise forever, a poverty franchise
1: I can't wait for the day they become an actual
0: decent team.
1: No, even even though problem. they're at NFC North too, I, I just like,
3: they, they 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 used to be so good. I mean, back to the days when Matthew Stafford was in his prime and Calvin Johnson was in his prime, like that 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 they used to be a decent team. Um, but so yeah, now. yeah, it's, they were yeah. So
1: worse and, than in.
3: In recent years they they haven't been ever uh, good since then. Um but yeah, I'm I'm going to take the Titans over the lines, too. I think Derrick Henry's going to rip that defense apart and I I just I mean, he's just an animal. So. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. Yeah, Detroit is allowing 132 yards per game on the ground. So, I think Derrick Henry's going to have a big game and I can see the Titans scoring a lot. Agreed. All right.
1: Third game, Tennessee or Tampa Bay versus Atlanta. I and Atlanta played one of their best games last week against the Chargers defensively, and they still lost. Like they, they're just not they're not on the same page.
2: Yeah.
1: And and Tampa Bay is fighting for a playoff spot. these next few weeks are crucial for them. I think they're going to be step at the step of the intensity, and I think they're just going to be over Atlanta. Not not a huge win, but I think they'll win.
0: Yeah,
3: I I think uh, I think the Bucks will take that game too. Um, I mean, when when he's fighting for a playoff spot and just Tom Brady has always performed in the clutch. Now he's he's not in the same system he was in Bill. Like there's that's a whole different debate. If that system was Bill, if that system was Tom, or it was it was a combination of both, in my opinion. But that's a different debate. I think the Bucks will take this game. Um, they just they the Falcons just they haven't been able to put it together this year. And between Gronkowski starting to pick it up for them, uh, and the ground game they have in Todd Gurley, and uh, who's not amazing, but he's he's a decent running back. I think they'll be able to pick that up also with the wide receiver they core have. Uh, the Bucks will take that game.
2: Yeah, I I like the Bucks too. And if you look at Matt Ryan over the past five games, his passer rating is just all over the place. And this and in this game, I believe uh, he's without Julio Jones again. So I just don't see
0: the Falcons being able to keep up. Yeah, I agree with all y'all. Um, <clears throat> but knowing the Falcons, they'll probably, like, win this game just to hurt their draft stock because they just don't care, and they think that they're competitors. But, um, you know, I still think that Brady's going to, like, do – I think if Brady just does just enough, they'll win this game by a decent amount. And uh, I have the Bucks still in this game. Yeah, we're on the same page with that one. Alrighty,
1: uh, next game: Baltimore and Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Baltimore has been mad after that Cleveland win. They're really hyped up after that. Their fan base is, their team is, they've they got a lot of, they got a lot of media attention from that game From the way their offense played. Horrible defensive game, uh, that's, that's a good story. Uh, Jacksonville is pretty bunch of defeated team this year. They're they're playing awful. and Yeah, I just got Baltimore with a decent win.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, I agree. Um, although Baltimore doesn't have, I think they don't have Hollywood, uh, Miles Boykin, and Proche, but I think this is a great game to get Dez some more reps, and I think that they're going to run all over Jacksonville. And uh, the at, Dub and build some momentum, even more momentum. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I I agree with you. I think I think the Ravens are gonna win
3: this game. I mean, one, it's it's a need to win game. Like the rest of the season, they have they have to win out if they want to make the playoffs. So uh, that the pressure is always on the line. Um, and I mean, Marquise Brown is out, and so is Miles Boykin. But I don't see Marquise Brown as a big threat. I mean, he had three crucial drops against the Browns. He ended up with the go ahead touchdown. But he he just has so many drops. I don't think that's a big uh, miss. Um, But against this weak Jacksonville team that has one win on the season, I think the Ravens are just going to run him over.
2: Yeah, Baltimore leads the league in rushing. So I just don't – and Jacksonville is allowed the third most rushing yards. And also uh, Yannick Yannick, Nkakwe, I think he's going to have a big revenge game. Even though he came from the Vikings, I still think he's going to have a big game against – his former, former team, the Jaguars.
1: Okay, so the New England-Miami game, I, I originally had New England over them, but I did a little more research into it. And uh, although, like, New England has been, like, the second half of the season, they've really been winning more games, Miami's probably really hungry after they loss lost to Kansas City. So I believe De- Devontae Parker needs to be back in this game for Miami to win, in my opinion. It's a toss-up for me. I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a prediction yet. I, I. might keep looking over it and tell you in the end. But as of now, I don't have a prediction.
0: Um, I think both teams are hungry in this game because the they just got pantsed on live TV against the Rams and they just got outmatched. But um, week one they beat the Dolphins. But that was that was with Ryan Fitzpatrick. But uh, I. I don't. I don't know. Like I think it's gonna be a really good game, but. Um, I do have Miami slightly edging out New England, but I think New England has a possible upset chance if they play their hearts out. Yeah, I kind of have the same exact
3: viewpoint as you, Christian. Um, I think the Dolphins are going to edge this one out in a very in a very close battle. The Patriots have a chance. Um, I mean, Cam Newton, I think he's going to bounce back from last week where he only had about a fan- one fantasy point, so I think he's going to bounce back from that and produce a little bit more. Um, but I think, uh, two is looking pretty good recently. So, uh, the Dolphins also need this to stay, um, in their, uh, playoff spot. So I believe, I believe they're gonna, they're just gonna have that edge and they're going to win the game.
2: Yeah. I think Miami wins this and I think it comes down to their defense and their defense has been great at forcing turnovers. And I think, uh, they're going to be able to do that at least once, maybe twice, against the Patriots. Uh, the Dolphins have forced turnover in 19 consecutive games, so if they continue to keep that streak alive, I think they'll be able to win this.
1: Um, Next game, we have Chicago and Minnesota. I have Chicago over Minnesota. Although they've had a, sec- uh, a rough second half of the season, I think they're like the win against Houston, no matter like how bad their, their defense is, and how good they made Mr. Biscay look, I think their confidence is boosted, and they're gonna edge this
0: one over the Vikings. Um, I disagree with you, Maddie. Um, I remember I think it was Monday Night Football, maybe, and the Vikings or the Bears give Kirk Cousins the, his first Monday Night Football win. Um. Uh, like, that care. has nothing to do with
1: it, though. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that has nothing to do with like who will win this game. Like, who cares? I, like, um,
0: I but I'm just back like prior season, part of the season, I think the Vikings will keep their playoff hopes alive and beat the Bears um, again in a really close game. There's gonna be a lot of good games this week, um, but uh, I just see Minnesota just playing a little bit better than Mr. Trubisky and the Bears. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I I think
3: it's going to be a close game obviously. I mean, they're both fighting for a playoff spot. They're both one game out of the playoffs right now. Um they 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 have to win. They both have to win. Obviously, they have the same record. I I really don't know who's going to win. I'm just I'm going to say that even though it wasn't against a bad defense, I think Mitch Mitchell coming off a hot week. I think he's going to be able to keep it going against the Vikings and uh maybe not to the same extent cuz Vikings have a little bit of a better defense, but I think yeah. I think the Bears will win this game.
2: Agreed. Um, I agree with that. I think the Bears are going to win, too. Um, uh, Dalvin Cook has only averaged 2.8 yards per rush in four career games against the Bears. And that's not even why. I think it's going to come down to whether a man named Dan Bailey kicks the field goals for the Vikings. Because he is bad. He's coming
1: off a terrible week. Terrible.
3: He's he's dog water, bro. He's so free. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
1: uh, I think we have good reasons as to why Chicago will win. A little Monday Night Football record. There's Christian's reasoning, but we'll see. No. Nah.
0: <laughs> oh, they beat them on <laughs>
2: Monday night. They have to win. <laughs>
1: it's on Sunday uh. at one o'clock. I don't know what. <laughs> All
2: right.
1: Next one's Seattle and Washington. I as as aggressive as Washington's been, and Chase Young leading that defense. It's I think aggressive, I guess. Been... Okay, I have Seattle over Washington because the Seahawks clinch playoff with a win. I think they'll also be extra aggressive in that game. I think they'll play their hearts out and be this
0: aggressive Washington team. <laughs> um, my first upset alert. Um, you know, really, I got the I got the football team because look, man, think about it, Russell Wilson. Played like Dick Water against the Giants team. Dick, dick Water. water. Dick. Okay. They, <laughs> they under- and they're
2: especially, and they were especially aggressive on defense.
0: Oh, they were pretty aggressive. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah, they were pretty aggressive.
0: <laughs> I just. And then Russell Wilson's offensive line is just not not good, and I think that Chase Young and Mantras Sweat are gonna get to him a lot. And I I see Washington edging them out even without. Alex Smith and with Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that. so interesting.
2: interesting.
0: I, 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 can, I can
3: see this is like first glance, you look at this and you're like, the Seahawks are gonna blow them out. Um, but once you look into it deeper, I think the Seahawks are gonna win, but I think it's gonna be a pretty close game. I mean, Washington's hot right now. They're in a four-game win streak. Um, they're they're looking decent. I mean, they've 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 been producing the last couple games, and they do have Chase Young in that front line. Uh, they do. They're missing Alex Smith, so I think the Seahawks are going to be able to win this game um, because Dwayne Haskins. I mean, before Alex Smith was there, the the football team wasn't doing that good. So I don't think Dwayne Haskins is going to be able to win this game for the football team. I think the Seahawks are going to take this one.
2: Yeah, Washington leads their uh, defensive line leads the NFL with fifty eight pressures on the QB. And although Russell Wilson, he has had a drop off since his few like. First five games. Yeah, he was, he was, um, he, was
1: top, he was a top name in the MVP race, and he quickly dropped out of it.
2: I just don't see the Washington football team as a team that can uh, compete with uh, specifically DK Metcalf. I have a note here that says Washington quarterback Ronald Darby gets absolutely <laughs> mossed by DK Metcalf for a touchdown.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. 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 Ronald Darby
2: is a, in my
3: opinion, a terrible cornerback. He is he's so old. yeah. DK going to box him like for a DK going to box him like a fish, bro.
2: <laughs> I also just hate Haskins starting. I just don't see that. I, I I don't like that at all. Yeah, I I
3: think he's the perfect example of a pretty a, a very good college quarterback who just who just can't perform at the next level. There's there's that set of quarterbacks, and I think Dwayne Haskins is one of them.
1: Mm. Um, next game we have Dallas and San Francisco. Not really a crucial game for either of them, because I well, the the world, Chris.
2: no Cowboys. Cowboys get eliminated okay, okay. If, they, yeah. if, they, if they if they lose.
1: Well, I do have Dallas so. over San Francisco. Might be a little bit upset alert, but COVID shut down San Francisco's f- facilities a couple weeks ago. Kind of threw them off track. Um, they've been playing terrible. They, and then the, I I think that they're playing terrible enough to lose the twenty twenty Dallas Cowboys.
0: Um I disagree yeah. with you, bro. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Dallas's run defense is uh I was gonna trash. Their defense is trash, their offense is trash. There's nothing good about that team. They're a dumpster fire this year. Take, um, but... I think that Nick Mullins is gonna look like an average quarterback instead of a trash quarterback in that game. Um, and I think that the Niners are going to win and that the defense is going to do.
1: Defense. All right. What, what do you guys guys have? I actually, this is uh, very controversial. I,
3: I, I mean, look, the, the Cowboys, they're just honestly, they weren't doing good when Dak was healthy and now he's been hurt for multiple weeks now, obviously most of the season. um, like they're 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 not a good team. It's just that simple. I mean, the Forty ers aren't great, but the, the Cowboys are just not a good team at all by any means. I got the Forty ers winning this game.
1: But Andy Dalton, career QB in Cincinnati.
3: Yeah, the, Andy Dalton.
1: You got a, he well, was you got a quarterback. You got no Nick Bosa, which is which could is help Andy Dalton a lot in the pocket. I think. I think. I just think that Andy Dalton can ever power them, because he, he did good in his years in Cincinnati, and I don't think he's some sort of – I think he's better than Nick Mullins, definitely. He, I just think
3: – He he did do good in his years in Cincinnati. He did that, but he's he's past that now, I think, and I don't think Not he's going to be able to win this game. All
2: right. Well, we'll uh, see. Originally, originally, I had the 49ers, but now I have the Cowboys. That was one of my last-minute changes. Uh, it is true. Uh, Cowboys run defense has not been good, but I feel like they can feel good about them allowing 100 yards on 30 carries last week. It's not saying much, but uh, I think they're facing a a similar scheme to uh the 49ers. And I don't know. It was kind of just a like gut feeling. I feel like the Cowboys went by a field goal.
1: Yep. Yeah. I don't expect any big wins in this game. I see I see anything a touchdown or less. Alright, uh, next game we have... Oh yeah, it's for, it's for sure to
3: be close game. Okay.
1: Next game, we have LA Rams and, and the New York Jets. Um, I
2: have the Jets.
1: Yeah, I got the Jets as well. <laughs> in, uh, in a very... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. got Rams, big win, because it's oh. the Jets, and... Just LA's been such an efficient team this year. there's there has to be something crazy going on for
3: Yeah, I, I mean you know I think any team in the league can beat the Jets. I mean they they, they haven't won a game obviously so not
2: the Rams uh, the lost. I, <laughs> almost, I don't know. I mean they're the still, they're still, they're still the
3: the key, but uh yeah. The Rams, um I mean them and the Seahawks are the 13, same oh, 13, record. Oh, 13.
2: So they, oh, well I mean, I mean I mean
3: that's really the only reason you need, but uh Oh, uh, the Rams are—I think—a Super Bowl contender, honestly. Yeah. With they just have a—they just have a really complete team, um, mm-hmm. and also the fact that they need to win this game to stay ahead of the Seahawks in the division. Um, and again, it's it's just the Jets. So I mean, I didn't need to explain anything besides that.
2: know I'll explain it. I'll explain it. The Rams <laughs> lead the NFL in total defense, and the Jets <laughs> are last in total offense. <laughs>
1: So Not to mention uh I think this is the, the second week of the new defensive coordinator so, for the Jets because because uh, I don't know why, but their last defense coordinator sent the house
0: for that guy called the house for AD.
1: their car. And it's an easy Hail Mary for the win. But... He, he got fired. though. That's all right.
3: Yeah. Zero bullets on a Hail Mary. It's a, it's, a, it's a smart play call. You know, it's a smart play call. <laughs>
2: They'll fire him but they won't fire Adam Gase. I think they want to tank. They have to. I yeah, I, I don't know.
3: I honestly I think the defensive coordinator called that because they want to tank. You that's that's just that's things. that's how I saw it. Even even somebody pull someone off the street and ask him what play call. Just, just play prevent. I mean three the man play, deep. It's day, mad. Come on. The day uh, after
2: some man plays.
1: The day after the Raiders I mean, Jets game, uh, hashtag Trevor Lawrence was trending on the, the Twitter. The Twitter feed.
3: <laughs> I mean yeah. There literally no one, no one's gonna call a zero blitz unless you're trying to tank on that on that play. So I, I think it was intentional. I
2: well, think it was a good play call. Just <laughs> kidding. All right, now, uh, now I
1: mean, next next to a very controversial game. I think uh, Kansas game. City and New Orleans.
2: Well, that's a good game. Uh, that's the best game of the week. Yeah. yeah. Um,
1: I don't believe Breeze is ready for his first week back from his broken ribs. Mostly. They're also they're also. I mean. To be the Chiefs. I don't, I don't think that should be his first game back, and I believe I don't think New Orleans D is ready after Jalen Hurts crapped on him last week and they lost.
3: Oh uh, yeah, I, I, I it's. City. I I think it's going to be. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be close. Like it looks like it's gonna. It looks like the best game of the week. I mean, they're they the two of the best teams matched up, but. This, you just said Saints defense got ripped apart by Jalen Hurts and Jalen Hurts, and now they're playing the best offense I think in the NFL. Um, so I just think the Chiefs are going to rip them apart. Uh, and I, like you said, I don't think Drew Brees is ready for this game. So, yeah, I
2: agree. I think it'll be closer than you guys think. Uh, personally, I got I got, um, I
3: got ten. I got Chiefs
2: by ten. Okay, I have by. I think I have them by five here, and. There was it. Yeah, I, I have cheese by five, and it, Drew Brees. He's he's returning, but there were it was he's not ready to the point where there are reports of like experts suggesting that Jameis Winston should start. Like they know, like he, he does not seem like he's ready. And Michael Thomas is out. Can't be throwing them slant routes all the time. <laughs> <laughs> slant boy's <always laughs> not there. Like what
1: are
3: you gonna do? Yeah, Michael
1: Thomas is out. That's reported. Like that's that's a, the that's day. a big.
3: Thi- I mean, that's that's a big piece.
1: Considering Drew Brees is probably not full health, of the third short passes, Slant Boy is not there to help him.
0: Yeah, they're... he's gonna he's gonna have to
3: rely on Alvin Kamara a lot to open up the passing game by dominating
0: the own game. Drew Brees is washed this year. It sucks to say it, but uh, dude, he's washed. I, I think even Cody Franklin would admit it. I don't think he would. <laughs> I think he. I don't, I don't think he would. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <Maybe>. <laughs> it's possible, it's possible.
1: <laughs> I actually had it, a minute little safari score. All right, next game, or actually last game we're gonna cover is Cleveland and the New York Giants. I have Cleveland. I have Cleveland because Cleveland is is impressing me. Their offense is impress impressing me, despite their loss to Baltimore. And I just I think they can handle New York. Because New York's New York's offense is not good, led by Colt McCoy. Their defense was good enough to go over the Seahawks, but I I just think Cleveland can handle them.
2: You say this is the last game recovery?
3: Yes. Yeah. There's 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 two big games left. Yeah.
0: There's
2: two more left. There's two more after it. Yeah. Yeah. I said we got to. Come. Right, let's cover
1: Sunday's yeah. games. You guys are gonna do Monday?
2: Okay. Yeah. Monday, all right. Let's let's, let's finish this one. Let's let's. Let's finish. We this didn't one first. go over the Eagles. Eagles is on Sunday. There's Eagles,
3: there. Cardinals, and Steelers, Bengals. Well, let's finish this one first. Um, oh, sorry. sorry, I, I, I think the Browns are going to win this game too. Um, I mean, the, the the NFC East is just full of awful teams. Honestly, the the like the, the, the Washington Football Team's picking it up with the four Hey,
2: hey largest win percentage over the last month. Don't get it twisted.
3: Okay, the NFC East is full of awful teams. Um. And the Browns did just put up uh, 42 points Monday night. Their offense is showing out. Mm -hmm. Um, In the beginning of the game, Jarvis Landry wasn't getting targeted, and I think that was a big problem. They fixed that at halftime, it looked like. Once they started targeting him, they started scoring points a lot. And um, they they also have one of the best run games in the league. I mean, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt just dominate um, the fact that they can take half of their reps that a typical number one running back would take, considering they're both number one running backs. It definitely keeps them both fresh, and it helps a lot. So I think the Browns are going to win
0: this game. What would you say? I'm intervening. Okay. Um, I think this is a trap game for the Browns. I think that the Browns have a very high chance of losing this game. Although, I do think the Browns will come out on top. I think this is a trap game. Just like the Jacksonville game that they almost lost, I think they still have a high chance of losing it. And I think it's going to be a lot closer than people are going to say it is. Why do you think it's a trap
3: game, though? Like, what do you? I'm just. I'm not arguing,
0: really. I'm just wondering. Why do you I think? I just think that... like the Browns are going to play down to their competition dramatically, and I just, like. I just see that Baker Mayfield is not going to have a great game. It could be close.
1: I think it could be close, okay. but I don't okay. think. I don't think Cleveland's going to lose.
2: I would go. I, as far I, have, I have the Browns too. Um, their rushing offense. Uh, it's third in the league. It's insane. But the it's insane. Giants' defense. Uh, rushing defense isn't bad either. I think if the Browns can get it going on the ground, I feel like they'll win the game pretty easily. And I also think play action will be a big part of Cleveland's offense.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So the next games we have, we got, let's start with the Steelers and Bengals. Okay. Um, the Steelers on a two game losing streak, right? Uh, so, yes. I mean, obviously, yeah, yeah. I think the Steelers are going to win this game. I think they're going to win the game. I think they're going to get back on track here and beat and get an easy win against a, a, bad Bengals team that's even worse without Joe Burrow. I think it'll be a different game with Joe Burrow in the game, but obviously he's not. So, I think the Steelers are going to win this game. Um, and they're going to get back on track and uh, they're just they're going to pretty much lock up the division at that point. Actually, I think they will secure. Yeah, they will they'll, they'll win the division if they win this week. So,
1: yeah,
2: I um, yeah. I, I agree. I have like stuff about like the drops, but I don't think it's gonna matter like 33 total drops, 6% drop rate. Uh, but this is my specific prediction: Juju Smith-Schuster will continue to dance on the logos as he does his signature <laughs> Corvette Corvette dance on the logo. And right, I checked, it. Right. They, they are they are playing at the Bengal Stadium. So, and then he will catch a TD in the game.
3: Look. Well- Look, okay, so he, he didn't have a logo to dance on against the football team, so that's why they lost there. But he danced on the Bills logo, and they still lost that game. So I don't is he going is to is still dance he, this week? Do no. think he's going to he dance came again? Out and, he
1: I'm going to predict the dance
2: after the game. Yeah, really. I'm he came out and said, I'm not stopping. I'm going to be myself. So he's going to prove it. He's going to come okay. out, and he's going to perform. All I'm right, saying bet, I,
3: bet I, I don't think it changes the game. I think the Steelers are going to win this game, but I saw a stat where uh Chase Claypool – has more uh, TikTok videos this season than completions. So uh,
1: Christian did say that in episode one. Where did you get through uh, that. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah,
1: um still I, I, okay, I, still just, I just I just see bad. this past two games for Pittsburgh as like a bump in the road. I don't I still don't think they're good. Uh, just like a bump in the <laughs> yeah, road. Yeah I think they I, I I believe
3: they're overrated. Yeah but I think, be a but good I
1: think they're gonna be locked division out of vision,
3: yeah, huh? for them. Okay, so our, our final game here is the the Cardinals and Eagles. Um, sorry Dylan, but I got the Cardinals here. What do you mean, sorry? Uh, I picked the Cardinals too. I'm not saying I'm just you know, as an Eagles <laughs> fan, I, I don't want to do it to you. Uh, like the, the Cardinals, I think are going to take an easy win here. Uh, Kyler Murray is evolving every game, and he's getting really good. Obviously. Um,
0: yeah, I I think it's going to be an easy win for the Cardinals, honestly. Um, I have a little bit of an upset alert this game I think that the Eagles coming off a win against the Saints I think Jalen Hurts is gonna use his big dick Nick energy that Nick Foles used and they're gonna get a pointless win but not really pointless because they're still very in the playoff race and I think that the Eagles will prevail against the Cardinals in an upset
1: I got the Cardinals um Eagles, I don't see as like some sort of powerhouse team now since they beat since they beat New Orleans, and I I just I just got Arizona over them. I think they're going to play better. I think last game was kind of a fluke game, in my opinion. I mean, Jalen Hurts is I think Jalen Hurts is the answer for them, but I don't think they're going to win over Arizona.
2: Uh, I have the Cardinals winning by three points, and it's because, not because the offense. I think the offense is fine. I think the offense is great, I think, as long as they give Miles Sanders a ball more. E- either way, I think the offense will be fine. It's a man named DeAndre Hopkins that scares me because, I don't know if you guys know this, Rodney McLeod starting safety towards ACL last week, and Darius Slay and Avante Maddox starting corners are both out I think DeAndre uh, Undravens has a field day, and the Eagles just can't keep up.
1: Good stuff. <laughs> all right. Is that all it? Is that all the games?
3: That's all the games.
1: Yes, sir. All righty. Thank you guys for joining us. I had fun. Uh, it
3: was Pleasure a great- to be invited. Yeah, it a- Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity.
1: Okay. Thank you for tuning in to Episode 3 of the 410 Sports Podcast. Have a good one, everyone.